Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wildly, and you are listening to Sex Stories, where people tell exciting personal stories that help us learn more about sex in an effort to open our minds, reduce the shame we carry around, and make the world a sexier place in our own little way. As always, please keep your sexy thoughts about me and our guests to yourself. Listen to the outro if you want to connect and enjoy. Our guest today is a 20-year-old Nigerian cis woman. She identifies as queer and is in a polyamorous relationship with her dom, who loves to praise her and call her princess. She has the hots for group sex, rope bondage, role play, impact play, BDSM, and a budding interest in fisting. She's a student architect and a product designer from Lagos, Nigeria. Welcome, princess. Hello. Hey. So if you had to rate yourself on a sexual shame-o-meter right now, with 10 being so full of shame and one being not so shamey at all, where do you fall right now? I would say one. Okay. Why? I'm generally not ashamed of anything related to sex. I haven't really been. Okay, maybe not never. I wouldn't say shy. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't really know much about it. But the high school I went to, the first high school I went to was very, not necessarily sex positive, but like there was a lot of talk about sex. So I didn't really have a lot of shame around it then because everyone was talking about it amazing okay can you give us a little overview of what your sex life is like right now and what your favorite parts are right now i would say i'm in sort of a bust so i'm in a federal university in nigeria and there's some issue with the government not paying the lecturers so they're currently on a strike we've been at home for like seven months now so I've not had as much sex as I normally would if I was in school because my parents are sort of strict. (laughs) So I don't really go anywhere. (laughs) But normally, if I was in school, I would have sex like three times a week, maybe. Right now, it's just like once a week. But what I really like about my sex life is the fact that Me and my dom, my current primary partner, we're really comfortable with each other. And we get to like do a lot of exploring, things like that. Yeah. Amazing. Do you have time or space to have sex with yourself currently? Currently, yes. Okay. About a few weeks ago, no, because I was in a different state in another family member's house. So it wasn't a big place. Yeah. So there would have been too many people but now i have been off time okay okay that's good okay so can you tell us now what is sexy to you tell us your personal definition i think sexy is comfortable and confident so like when a person is comfortable with their body and with other people's bodies and they're also confident and you can like feel that exuding from them I find that very sexy. That's awesome. Is that when you feel sexiest or is that change things? Yeah, that's when I feel sexiest. Okay, cool. When I'm really comfortable. Yeah. Now tell us, what is your definition of sex? What counts as sex for you? I would say everything counts as sex for me. <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> I love that. Answer. Okay, and it sounds like maybe you did get an explicit health and safety talk in school. Did you ever get one from family or any lessons in consent? I did get one in school. It was more of the students were talking a lot about sex 
and other related things not necessarily that we had like a proper talk from like a teacher or an authority but I did get a sort of sex talk from my mom sort of because she was sort of shy about it so I didn't really get much from that but at least she tried okay (laughs) (laughs) okay so most of your learning has come from friends and stuff yeah, friends and the internet. And the internet. I'm a very research-based person, okay. so I tend to do a lot of that. Awesome. When did that research start for you, sexually speaking? When I first entered secondary school, because a lot of people were talking about things I didn't know, and they would make it feel weird to ask, like, if you didn't know. Yeah. So I made use of Google. Amazing. I don't remember getting a talk about consent per se. It was more of a, oh, don't let strangers touch you type of thing. But it wasn't proper consent because like family members could touch me and I wouldn't want it, but I can't say no. Yeah. Then on health and safety, before I got into the university, my mom came up one day. I was like that. My dad said she should have a talk with me. And she was trying to tell me to wait for marriage, but that if I didn't want to, that I should use protection and I should not do anything that I don't want to do. That that was basically it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty similar to kind of what I got. I don't know if I got a protection talk, but what about then in your current life or in your, I guess, adult life? You're still young compared to some of us out there, but is there a moment from your sexually active life where you can recall an explicit yes that was really yummy and sexy and hot to you? I feel like since I've become sexually active, I've given a lot of enthusiastic yeses. Nice. Okay. So now tell us, does anything happen to your shame meter when you want to talk to a new partner about safer sex? What do those conversations go like for you? And what's the like best version in your opinion? I don't think anything happens to my shameometer now. When I first started, I had sort of an issue bringing it up with my first boyfriend because it felt uncomfortable, but I ended up getting to that anyway. But now, in recent situations, I haven't necessarily been the one to bring it up. Like, I like to have sex before having sex. So, like, I like to have a conversation and discuss what we like, what we don't like, like how things are going to go before we actually have sex. So it might be like online or in person. During that is when the safer sex talk would come up. So if I were to ask, I would probably go, okay, so we know some things we like, some things we don't like, and we're willing to explore certain things. Is there anything I need to know, how do you feel about using condoms or have you gotten tested recently? Stuff like that. Perfect. Easy. You make it sound really easy. That makes me so happy. Okay, great. So now take us back to your early years. What is your first sex-related memory? When do you remember hearing about it for the first time? I think I heard about it on TV, like a movie or something. But in my household... When we were younger, if we're watching like a kissing scene or something, my mom would like ask us to cover our eyes or cover our ears or something like that. Yeah. So I think my parents or 
some older family members were watching a movie and somebody said something about sex. I was like, oh, what's that? But then they told me to cover my eyes. So, so I did that. After that, hmm, earliest memory of sex. So I can't say this in particular is necessarily sex related, but I remember when I was in primary school and we went to the same school. Most times we'll get back home before our parents mm-hmm. and at each other's houses. And I remember we used to do a lot of mommy daddy games. So basically we're acting like mom and dad and we would make out. But I don't think we actually thought about sex then. It was more like, oh, we see our parents kissing and like on TV and stuff and we just wanted to do that. And it was nice. Totally. So we kept doing that. <laughs> totally. When do you feel like you really did start to get what it was? I think that would be when I got into secondary school. Okay. Well, I heard about it from like church and stuff. Because sometimes I would stay in the big church with my mom mm-hmm. instead of the children's church. And they would talk about like how you're not supposed to have premarital sex and stuff like that. And I'm like, what are you guys even talking about? Yeah. So I didn't really get what it was then until I got to secondary school. How old are you in secondary school? 10, 11, thereabouts. Okay. So it sounds like there was a lot of sort of like, don't do this. But it also sounds like you weren't full of the shamey messages. So how did you, like, how? (laughs) Well, when I started to understand what sex was and how, like, in church they would say, oh, you can't do this until you get married and stuff like that. I was like, okay, sure, I'll wait then. But then at some point, I was like, I could die anytime. Do I really want to die and not have sex? I was like, you know what? God is going to, he'll be fine. He'll forgive me at some point. I think so. I think so. Now, I don't exactly identify as a Christian. Okay. But that was my thought process at the point. Totally, yeah. totally. So how would you say the culture of your family and where you grew up influenced your sex life? Okay, uh, in Nigeria, there's like really heavy purity culture where all women have to be perfect and they have to keep themselves for marriage. There's none of that for men. It's just very, there's a lot of shame from like the society on women for just existing. So. Somehow I was able to fight that early yeah, and not necessarily feel the shame from it. I think it was more of a, I didn't want to get bullied type thing. Mm. So like, I'm talking about like in school settings now. So there was this point where I told this guy that I liked him, but not enough to date him, but we could be like in a friends with benefits type of situation. Mm. And well, he ghosted me after that. But when we got back to school, it seems like he had told some people. So I was getting slut shamed for that. And that was so confusing and annoying to me. And at that point, I was already sort of comfortable in myself. So I didn't let the slut shaming happen. I was like fighting against it. So yeah, I think from when I was little, I've always had like an issue with the inequality between genders in our society. So I've always like fought against that. And I think actively going into like searching about sex 
was like part of my rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, sex is a great rebellion. I love that. that Yeah. Okay. So when did you start to physically discover sex for yourself, either with your own body or with a partner? I was still like in the whole Christian thing. So I was like against masturbation, not Mm -hmm. necessarily against, I just thought I would go to hell for it. Yeah. So I didn't do that. But I was on Wattpad reading a lot of smut. I love it. Wait, where did you find the smut? I think I was reading a regular Wattpad story. And one of my friends recommended something that had smut in it. I was like, what? So I now checked it out. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I just went on looking for more. So at that point, the school I was in, we had like tablets. So I had my profile there and I could read whatever I wanted. But I couldn't take it back home. So I was using my grandma's tablet. And she caught me one time and then she reported me to my parents. And they were like, oh, that you never learn. Why, why do you keep doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And I had also started like writing some Wattpad stories as well that my mom found. What were they about? What did she find? So at that point, I still didn't really get what sex was. So mm-hmm. it was more of a sexual tension thing because, yeah. like, after the kissing part, I did not know what would happen next. Totally. So I would just stop <laughs> at the kissing. That's kind of cute, though. Okay. That was an issue. Because, okay, when I was in primary school, like I was about to finish, I had a crush on this boy in my class. I had a diary and I wrote in it. So I went to visit my aunt and I was with my diary. And at that point, I was taking my diary everywhere and like putting down like everything we did every day and stuff like that. So it was in her bag. So she was emptying her bag and she picked out the diary. So I was scared that she was going to open it. So I told her not to. And then she proceeded to open it because I told her not. So she saw the stuff about the boy I liked and all that. And honestly, their reaction to that was too much because I wasn't even interested in kissing him then. I just wanted to hold his hand or sit beside him or something. But yeah, it was a whole big deal. And yeah, they were like really upset about it. So ever since then, I've sort of been like a naughty girl in quotes okay so you're like the naughty one of your friend group to your family or like who makes you naughty or is it just you my family well we haven't really talked about that now but like they thought I was going to become I don't know loose or something because I liked a boy in primary school but in my friend group I'm still the one that talks a lot about sex (laughs) totally get it (laughs) was it always that way did other friends, like when you were younger, were there other horny friends that you had or were you kind of the pioneer explorer in your group? Yeah, I had other horny friends, okay. but they weren't necessarily open to talking about it. God. I wanted to know more, so I would always ask, like, ooh, how did that go? Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> I guess there's some of us that just want to put words to all of it. Okay, so when did you start? touching yourself or touching other partners or what unfolded for you first in your physical explorations? Well, I did not have a lot of boyfriends in secondary school. 
But there was this senior that I liked, and I've always been very direct. So if I like someone, I'm probably not going to keep quiet about it. I will most likely go and tell them, regardless of what will come from that. I love that. Thank you. So I told him that I liked him, and I don't think he liked me back. I think he just wanted to be able to touch someone. So we would sit by the stairs, and he would touch me. I mean, it wasn't really all that, but after that, I moved to a new school, and the guy that I was interested in, but I didn't want to date, that I told, he was sort of weird, because when I said that I didn't want to date him, but I'd like to be in a friends with benefits situation. So he ghosted me, and we didn't talk for a while, even when we were in school. And then, like, I sort of got over that, and I just moved on with my life. And then we started talking again, and then he was trying to touch me when I did not want him to. So, like, when I wanted him to, he didn't. But it's when I said no that he did. So (sighs) that was a very weird situation there. But after that, I got a boyfriend when I was in year 11. It was mostly a long-distance relationship because it was online. We didn't really get to see each other. But there was a time where we went on a cinema date with some friends. And as I said, my parents are strict. So that was the first time I was going to go out with friends. And I had lied that I was going to go with my female friends. But there were no girls there. Yeah. So... The city isn't necessarily the safest place. So my dad, in order to be, you know, a good dad and keep me safe and all, he stayed in the car all through. And the movie we went to watch, like, it was me, my boyfriend at the time, and two of his friends. So the other two, they came too late. So we didn't get to watch the movie that we had planned to. So we had to watch another one. But like, I was really excited to meet him for the first time. So I forgot to call my dad to tell him that, oh, I'm going to stay extra. So he was just there in the car waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So we went in for the movie. There was a lot of kissing and touching. Amazing. (laughs) And I think that was the first time I gave a proper handjob. Although it was sort of weird because his friends were sitting right beside me. (laughs) I just went with it. It was so much fun. And then I came out and one of his friends that came was part of my best friend group at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, you should come and meet my dad. And then I was like, oh, dad, this is my best friend, daddy, all of that. And then my dad was like, oh, hello. And I didn't really know how iffy my dad was about me and the opposite sex. Right. So... We go home, like he asked how the movie was and I said, oh, it was cool and all. We go home and the next day he asked for my phone and then he went through my chats and saw my chats with my best friend about like how the date actually went. Yeah, it was was terrible. And then he seized my phone. Oh no. I didn't have a phone until like I graduated. (gasps) But then I'm very stubborn, sort of, when it comes to my parents. So. I found ways around it. So I was still dating that guy until I got to university. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Did they ever find out or did they know? Well, there was a point where I used my mom's phone. And I 
she had two messages up or I forgot to delete the message. Okay. So she saw it and then that was another issue. But then they didn't know that it still continued after that. <laughs> wow. Okay. You are such a happy sounding sexual person for how many tribulations you had to go through, especially in formative years. As these early partnered explorations were happening, you know, so there's stairs guy. Had you touched yourself at all at that point? Like, I know that you were taught masturbation is not so good, but when did you discover otherwise? That was after I actually had sex. Okay. And when was that? I had already gotten into the university, but not exactly. I was doing a diploma program, so that would take me to the second year. So I was doing the program in the university. So my boyfriend at the time was also in the same university. Okay. Same boyfriend? This is the same? Yeah. Same boyfriend. Yeah. Actually, before that, he came to the house. It was sort of impromptu. but it worked somehow. So the way that the estate is, you can't get in or leave unless the owner of the house lets the gates know. But I was so lucky that day. So my dad went to work and then my boyfriend came over. So I went to the gates and I brought him in and he didn't sign in because usually you have to like sign in at the gates. Yeah. But for some reason, they let him pass without signing in. So he came here and it was me and my little sister. So both of us, him and I, we went upstairs and we were making out. Yeah, we made out a lot. And then I gave a blowjob and I liked it a lot. Nice! But I had already decided that I wasn't going to have sex until I got into university. I just felt like I would be more ready then. So we didn't go further than that. But there's this guy that comes to do some stuff for my dad in the house. So he wasn't supposed to show up that day, but he did. Well, he figured out what was happening and he was like, oh, that he has to go because he can't let me do that in my dad's house. (laughs) And I was so scared that he was going to tell him. And I was like, please, that he shouldn't tell him that he's going to leave now. And he said, okay. And I didn't really trust his okay, but he kept to his word. Okay. Yeah, he kept to his word. Wow. Yeah. That went really well. And my ex left. Then there was a security guard that was like trying to hit on me. Oh. And he asked for my number and I refused to give it to him. This was like a long time after. So he, when my dad came back from work that day, he told my dad that, oh, I had brought a guy into the estate. And I was like, so because I refuse to give you my number, you decide to wrap me up. Anyway, I told my dad that I don't know what he's talking about. Like the only guys that come here are like delivery guys or Uber guys. Yeah. I mean, that's a good time to be like, no, dad, he just hit on me and I rejected him. So, you know, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So once you got to university, did things shift for you? Were you like, let's go? Or did you still take your time? Like what unfoldings happened next? Once I got to university, the main problem was that we didn't really have a space because we were both in school hostels. So we were both on campus. So we didn't have a proper space to actually have sex. Yeah. But we decided to go to a nearby hotel. I would call it a motel. Okay. It was like a month before I turned 17 and I had done 
a lot of research before that, all of that, to just be sure that, okay, everything is going to go well. So we went there together and it was actually pretty nice. Like I've heard that a lot of people's first times weren't like the best, but it was really nice. It was so nice that I wanted to keep having sex. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. So what happened after that was we had a whole lot of sex. Now I know. At that point, I did not know. But now I know I'm hypersexual because not everybody has that much sex. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) we had a whole lot of sex. And the whole issue with the strike thing happened again. It happens a lot here. So we were at home for a while and I was getting really frustrated. And luckily for me, I was home alone, sort of, at that point. Like, my sisters were in school, so it was just me in my grandparents' house. So I was like, we can't take this anymore, you know. Let me just try and see how this masturbation thing is. And so I did, and the first time I squirted, and I was like, wow, okay. Is that normal? And I went to Google and I was like, okay, okay. And then I went back. That's so cool. Do you squirt every time or was that just your first foyer? And like, tell us more about your masturbations. What is it like? Now, when I masturbate, I'm most likely going to cream than squirt. I think at that point I was still exploring. So I was a bit more free to allow anything happen. Mm. But now I tend to not want to make the mess that would come with squirting. And you can pick. Not necessarily. I mean, lately, I've been creaming a lot more, like, without actually trying to. Okay. Yeah. But the squirting, I have to put extra effort to relax and be sure that it's okay to mess up wherever I am before I can properly squirt. Yeah. (laughs) Good God. Okay, so do you feel comfortable giving us a little bit of detail about how your pussy likes to be touched? I very much enjoy getting head and fingering. And I've recently found out, like last week, that there is a part of my clips that is ticklish. I was with my partner, my dom, and we were just chilling and making out. And then he started fingering me. And There was a particular point that it's either I just recently became ticklish there where he hasn't touched that point before because he was just moving and, oh, it was really nice. And I was like, wait, this is ticklish. It was so funny. And he didn't want to stop because he was having a lovely time watching me struggle. (laughs) I have a funny spot sometimes inside that on certain days when it gets stimulated, I have an itchy spot like inside my vagina. If I'm getting stimulated in a certain way, it makes like my right hip itch, like just above the hip, like on my belly. Isn't that funny how nerves are? Wow. I'm curious if your ticklish spot is always there. Like, have you gotten tickled there more than once? Like, maybe report back to if it's a new discovering, because my nerves do different things on different days. But that itch spot comes and goes. I'm curious if your tickles are the same. Well, it's new because I just found out about it last week. I've not had enough time to masturbate on my own since then so i will find out later on if it's like a regular thing or it was just that day that's so cool what else does your pussy like she likes to be licked a lot i would say i'm generally always very wet Mm. but i like like extra 
witness for Mickey Mouse. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then are you comfortable being touched with any of your other holes? Are you into anal play or just like licking the general area? Or like what other pleasure down below do you enjoy? I haven't gotten into anal play yet, but I'm planning on doing that. I think I would have gotten to it already, if not for the whole strike thing. So my partner and I don't have a lot of time to do like a lot of explorations and stuff. But yeah, I'm getting to that. However, I'm very interested in eating him out. He's not ready, apparently, but I think that he has a really nice looking ass and I feel like he deserves to be eating out. So I love that. Okay. And then in the meantime, is he letting you eat him in other ways? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how to put it, but I really enjoy it. So with some previous partners, it has been like really easy to get them to come. But it's not so easy with my current dom. Mm. And so it feels like I'm challenging myself every time. So I recently started touching his gooch. Of like the space between his balls and his butthole. I love that term for it. And he really likes that. So like I've been learning new things and trying new things so I can get him to come through him. Like I just want to do that and feel accomplished. I haven't gotten there yet, but according to him, I'm getting there. So apart from that, I really like the feeling of having a dick in my mouth or yeah. slapping me or something. Yes. Really nice. <laughs> Do you like to play with the balls at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some of my other previous partners did not like that yeah. because it was too sensitive. But he likes it a lot and I have a lot of fun with that. I would love to hear you speak a little bit to how you research sex stuff just because I know not everyone is a researcher and I love how, I don't know, when I hear you talk, it sounds like you really have this confidence because of your research maybe maybe i'm just projecting that but i would just love to hear you talk about it a little bit i think you're right i think i have a lot of confidence because like i've done a lot of reading and well since 2020 i've been listening to a lot of sex positive podcasts so that has now become part of my research but before it was just like reading articles and i never really used porn because it always looked fake to me so i would like search for articles mostly from cosmopolitan and i usually went through like multiple articles so i could see what was the same in all these articles so i would know okay so this is like something solid that everyone believes and yeah stuff like that sometimes google doesn't give you what you're looking for so you have to like change the way that you ask your questions i always try different ways until i get what makes sense amazing thank you i have just loved like hearing you tell your hand job story and that you're just like in a cinema and that's the first time you're giving a hand job i think i would have been like super duper like i don't know what to do and so like i love that you're just like and i did it was fun his friends were right there but okay so can you fill in for us we heard a little bit about your early lovers and we know you have a dom now how did we get there? How did you find your dom? What other pieces do we need to know? And how did you discover you were kinky, which is a big part of it? I think through research and also through Fifty Shades. I mean, it was not the best example, but it brought like the whole kinky scene to me. So I 
first heard about Fifty Shades because I was with a senior and she was reading it on her laptop. And I was reading it with her because we would usually read books together. We were close like that at that point. When I changed school, I was in a boarding school. So at that point, they would take us to a church close by on Sundays for like a sermon and all of that. So there was this time we went and there was a speaker. Apparently she had lived in the US. So she came to talk to us about sex and masturbation and stuff. But it ended up her like seriously shaming the whole Fifty Shades trilogy. And it wasn't in a oh, this isn't exactly how it is type of thing. It was a, this is not right and sort of like devilish type of thing. Got it. And that piqued my interest in it again. So <laughs> one of my friends had all three books and I was like, oh, I'm going to read that. So I read all three and I was like, okay, okay. Some of this is a bit off, but it seems really interesting. So when I was able to access the internet, I did, more research about kinky stuff. But at that point, I was with my first boyfriend and he wasn't really into that. Like he wasn't into choking or spanking or like the light stuff. We had vanilla sex most of the time. I mean, it was good vanilla sex, but it was still vanilla sex. Then we broke up and I had a terrible time around that period I think I started having like panic attacks and stuff because I've always been a lover girl like a Disney princess that's actually what my dog likes to call me a Disney princess I love that. yeah so I've always been like oh I like into love and all that so at that time I was like oh he's the only one that I love and mm. we've been together for so long and oh my god I would be break up and all of that then I kind what exactly happened? Okay, I went to therapy for it and I started getting better. My therapist suggested that I do like something new. So I decided that I was going to sleep with someone new so that I would know that I can move on. Yeah, totally hit it. <laughs> Love your therapist. So I texted one of my friends at the time. We don't talk anymore. And I was like, oh, I need to know that I can move on. So can I use you? And he was like, yeah, sure. So during that period, I was like transitioning from the diploma program to get into my second year university. So I had to go to school to do some like registration things and also I used that, like I did my registration stuff early and then I went to meet him. So that didn't work out well because he wasn't getting hard. So like we couldn't have penetrative sex yeah and then we ended up just talking afterwards and I left but the fact that I went there and you know I started that was enough for me yeah. so after that me and some of my friends from the diploma program we got added to the group chats for the second year students like people that started from the actual first year we were like trying to get to know other people on the group chats because we were still at home at that point and somebody said something about eating chicken butts. And another person was like, why would you do that? I was like, ah, oh, but chicken, chicken butt is actually quite nice. <laughs> and then this guy that replied, he was like, so you like eating ass? And I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then so he texted me. 
This is a great How We Met story. I'm so excited to hear where it goes. So we started texting then, but it wasn't really serious at that point. I mean, I think he texted me because, like, I just said, yeah, I like eating ass. That was funny. So we're both visual artists. So he had seen some of my art, and he was like, oh, that he had seen some of my art. And we just talked a bit, but then we didn't talk much after that. And then he posted something on his status. I can't remember what exactly it was, but it was intriguing. So I texted him, and we just started talking from there so that was how that started and we were just talking regularly and then almost every day and then we started flirting and I was like are you trying to proposition me like do you want to have sex and he was like oh okay yeah I love how direct you are if the whole world was like that it would be so nice (laughs) so from that we started talking more about sex and That's when I found out that he was into BDSM. And I was so excited because I've been wanting to do that. And I was like, yeah, definitely. We're going to do this. We were just talking online for most of that period. Then we finally got back to school. So I went to school, let's say, on a Sunday. So I got to my hostel on a Sunday. And he was like, would you like to meet up? And I was like, yeah. And then... I said that I would probably give him a blowjob where we met. And he was like, am I sure about that? I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, if that's what you want, fine. So I was a bit worried at first that our physical energy might not be the same as like we were online. But then we met up and I saw him and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely sucking his dick this night. <laughs> Great. So he took me to our class and there was something up with the class. I think they needed to fix the lights or something like that. So people weren't there at that time. It was night, by the way. Yeah, people weren't there at that time. They were in another class. So it was just him and I. And he was trying to make small talk, but like, that's not what I was there for. So I kissed him and then we were making out. And then I got on. No, I didn't get on my knees because like it was dusty. I told him that I wanted to give him head. So like we cleaned a stool. So I sat on that and I gave him head. And then I was like really hot and bothered. And I was like, I think that I would like for you to fuck me. And he was like, are you sure? He was looking at me like I was crazy. (laughs) It wasn't necessarily, oh, he's not going to do it. He was like, are you sure? Like we just met. Is this really what you want to do right now? Yeah. So, and I was like, yeah, you're, you're wasting time. It's late. I will have to go back at some point. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, let's get through. Do you feel like he was surprised because you're a woman? Because I feel like people, dudes, I feel like dudes are surprised when I'm like horny. <laughs> Do you feel that? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not very sure about that. So I wore a simple black dress and no underwear because, well, normally I don't like wearing underwear. I prefer to like, be free. But uh, yeah, he was very surprised about that. How convenient. (laughs) He was like, oh, so you planned this. Oh. (laughs) Were you like, yes, here's a condom? No, he had one on him. Great. He just carries around just in case, which was good. (laughs) Yeah, so we did that. And I hadn't had sex in a while before that. So like I was 
really, really excited. And I came a lot. And I was so shocked. Because he didn't even come once. I was like, what? Is everything okay? I had a very lovely time. So it just turned out that he sort of takes time to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So he might enjoy the situation, but he wouldn't necessarily come like the first time. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's porn's fault because they make the ejaculation from a penis just such the focus. And I have a Mm -hmm. lot of sex with dudes and they don't necessarily come and it's still a great sexual session. And I feel like I love that your stories include those parts because that's really normal. And every single guy, when he doesn't come, I like tell him how normal it is. He's like, really? Really? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's fucking normal. Especially if you're remotely like anxious or I don't know if circumstances aren't exactly perfect or you're a little bit tired, you know. So I love that you include those details in your story. So that was your first night with him. Was this your dom? Yes, yes. That was my first night with him and it was my dog. Yeah. So hot. So what unfolded next for you? Like, did you start talking about explorations or what have you explored together? Should we go there? Where do you want to take it? Okay, we had already had some discussions about like BDSM and themes and all of that. Okay, so after that, I went back to my hostel and then he came to my hostel the next day. At this point, I was off campus. Mm. Yeah, he came to my hostel the next day and we had more sex. Amazing. How long have you been together? Two years and a couple months. Nice. So he calls you princess. What do you call him? Sire. So hot. Amazing. Okay. When did you figure out that you're queer and polyamorous? So the queer part, I've always known I'm into girls. When I was younger, I saw the music video for Te Amo by Rihanna and I felt very excited about that and it was like the same way I feel excited when like I'm having a crush on a guy or something but then there was a lot of homophobia mm-hmm. where I was mm-hmm. yeah and I internalized that because like that was what I was taught I didn't know better yeah so I was like trying to like push away the thoughts and pray the gay away. But there was this point I was in secondary school and for some reason I was having a lot of sexual thoughts about my friends that were girls and I wasn't like thinking about guys at all. And that made me uncomfortable sort of. So like I started looking for like a guy to like and focus on so I could keep my mind away from that. But By the time I was leaving secondary school, I'm not sure what exactly happened, but I sort of wanted to change my views on life. Mm. So I was doing more research and then I was trying to figure out what exactly it was that made me so upset about people not being heterosexual Mm. or why I disliked myself so much for that. And I just realized that it did not make any sense so <laughs> thank goodness it doesn't make a whole lot of sense it was a bit hard to get out of that but slowly i did yeah. when i was with my first boyfriend he was homophobic mm. but he fetishized lesbians of course of course okay and probably like bisexual because it's like when they fetishize lesbians they assume they're bisexual usually right like I don't know. right i'm making right. a generalization yeah. but i feel like that's my experience <laughs> so i didn't really talk about it with him 
like I knew that I liked girls as well and I was comfortable with it but I didn't really talk about that with him and then after that when I started talking to my dom because like after that relationship I decided that I wasn't going to be with anyone that was homophobic or Mm. all of that yeah I didn't want to be in that space anymore so one of the things that made me move forward with my dom was that he is not homophobic and he does not fetishize lesbians and bisexual women. So yay for that. So during our conversations, I mentioned that I'm also into women and he was like, oh, that's cool. So when we first started, I wanted to be exclusive because before that, I would describe myself as a serial monogamist. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say Disney princess. But I like the idea of a polyamorous <laughs> Disney princess. Yeah, so like I enjoy being in relationships and the comforts and everything that comes with that. Yeah. So at that point, we weren't exactly dating. We were just sleeping with each other and we were exclusive. So we did not define things. But, uh, I tend to get, I fall in love very easily. So that did not take long. Yeah. Especially because he was a likable person. So Yeah. And you're fucking, right? Like hopefully having nice yeah. sex. Like how could you not? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So our situation became an actual relationship, but like we did not want to define it or anything like that. So he had already told me that he would rather not be exclusive. And we made a deal that okay. If there's any point where you like someone different, you can let me know and we can end this because I don't think I would be okay not being exclusive. Mm. Yeah. Then things were going pretty well. And then another strike happened. So we're back at home. Okay. And the strike that happened was during COVID time. So we were already at home. And in 2021, school started opening up. But my school, we hadn't opened up yet because strike. Mm. So we were having online classes and doing exams online. And I was sort of feeling bad for him because like he had the opportunity to go out and have sex. I didn't because I was in a different state. I'm not really a people person. So even if I was allowed to go out, not sure that I would have met someone that I'd be willing to have sex with. So I feel you. I felt somehow about that. And so I brought it up that I'm considering having an open relationship. And he was like, oh, am I sure about that? And I was like, oh, well, we can talk about it and yeah. we can try. And if I don't like it, I'll let you know. So we talked about it and we set some ground rules because I had done research on that before I brought it up to him. So we set some rules, nothing too serious. Things like if we're going to have sex with other people, it can't be with people in our class or our mutual friends. So it doesn't like complicate things. Yeah. Something like that. Nothing too serious. Then we finally got back to school and we didn't really discuss it much. Until he came to visit me in my hostel and some of my friends were there. Mm -hmm. And there was this mutual friend of ours that he had a thing with before I joined the class. And 
there was still some tension there. I didn't really like the situation. So the three of us were walking to get a bus to get back. And they were talking to each other and it was upsetting. I was jealous and I just moved away. So then we got back and he was asking like, what's up? Is everything okay? Like, why are you so quiet and all? So I said, what happened? Then we had a very, very long conversation about what was going on between them and how like he felt. And he was like, oh, that he still likes her and stuff. And I was like, am I okay moving forward with this? And then uh, I also like her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, I liked her, but I did not bring it up to her. Okay, no, I did. But like, she thought I was joking. Okay. She did not take me seriously. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But then she later realized that I was serious. Yeah. But I didn't really pressure it because, well, at that point, we hadn't like properly opened up the relationship. And I wasn't sure like if she was into it or not. We'd had conversations and she wasn't sure what exactly she liked. So My dom and I, we had the conversation and then we ended up laughing about how both of us like her. (laughs) And we were like, okay, because she's a classmate and a mutual friend. So she had to be like excluded from that particular rule that we made. We decided that we were going to both tell her that we liked her and then see what would happen from there. This time we got back and we were like that oh we wanted to talk to her and she tends to get like shaky when like people are trying to gang up on her so I understood so we were like that we both like you and we would both want to sleep with you and she was like that why would you gang up on me like that (laughs) and she said no then we're like no pressure like she doesn't have to give an answer now she can think about it later and she was like she said no, then she now said she would think about it, and then later she still said no, and we're like, okay, no problem, that's fine. Then we had a games night thing, where it was three of us and a couple of our other friends. I think it was close to her birthday, and he was spending a lot of time with her, and I was jealous about that. So we ended up talking about it, and then she was drunk, and she came, and she was like, she hopes that she didn't upset me and stuff. I was like, oh, that's fine. It's not her that I have an issue with. It was him. Yeah. And then we talked it out in her drunk state. And then she asked if we were still interested. And we we're like, are you sure? Yeah. Not like sober right now. And she was like, yeah, yeah. So she and I, we made out. And then we made out with him. And then we both gave him head. But we didn't go further than that because... She was on her period, and also we wanted to like have a proper yeah situation. So we moved that until later, and then the day came, and she said that she wanted to get high first. Cool. So we got some weed, and then we were making out and touching each other, and then I was about to give her head, but I looked up and she didn't look comfortable. So I stopped and I asked if everything was okay. And she was like, yeah, yeah, go on. And then she now, she was like, actually, no, that 
can we stop? And we're like, oh, okay, is there a problem or something? And she was like, oh, that she's sorry, but she couldn't do it. Okay. So like she dressed up and she left. And yeah, that was, you know, sad, but like, yeah, that was okay. So yeah. him and I, we just stayed because we could have sex after that. Yeah. yeah, the vibe just wasn't there anymore. So we just stayed. And then later we asked her like if everything was okay. And she was like, yeah, but the problem wasn't that we were doing anything wrong. More like she wasn't feeling okay at that moment. So we're like, okay, yeah. So we haven't gone back to that. After that, I decided to get with women. Okay. So I met someone through a friend and we went on a date. It was a cute date. We had shawarma and we took a walk and we're just talking a lot. It was really nice. But then... I prefer to be open and just say like how everything is. So I told her about my dorm and that we were in an open relationship and all that. So we were talking and texting and then there was an event that we were going to have at my department. So I invited her for it and it seemed like she was making excuses. So I was like, if there is any issue, if she would like to not continue, like she can let me know, I would rather she let me know that all that yeah and so she said that she wasn't comfortable with the whole situation like me having another partner and all that Mm. I was like okay that's fine I understand then I think I took a break I thought maybe I couldn't handle the whole open situation yeah and my partner he already had other partners and I would get so jealous yeah I used to get jealous a lot Well, we had a conversation about it and I found this podcast that was talking about mixed relationships in the sense that one person is monogamous and the other person is polyamorous. Yeah. Yeah. And it made me understand a few things like how it's okay to be jealous because I was getting jealous and I was uncomfortable getting jealous because I had agreed. I even brought up the open relationship thing. So it was talking about how it's okay to be jealous, but you would have to try and figure out where that is coming from and see if you can work through it. Yeah. Yeah. What need needs to get met? Yeah. So I had conversations with my dom and we sorted that out. I mean, I, I get jealous now. Not really. I think I'm very much okay with the whole situation now. I had taking a break then and I was like, oh, I'm probably not polyamorous. Seems like I'm monogamous. So is this how the relationship is going to be? Then, I mean, I still had the option to, you know, explore other people, but I wasn't doing anything. Then a friend of mine came to sleep over and we were talking and then both of us decided that we were going to join dating apps so that we could find women. Yeah. And we spent the whole night doing that. But that was a lot of stress because it was just a lot, really. And we matched up. There was actually one person that both of us matched up with. <laughs> and that was really funny. But Yeah, well, wait, what happened? Well, it didn't really work out with the person for me. Okay. But my friend and the person, they talked. Although they didn't get to meet up because my friend said that There was something weird about that situation. Yeah. 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 So another person I matched up with, we moved from the dating app to WhatsApp. 
and we were talking and all, and we had already decided, oh, okay, we're going to meet up and talk in person and then figure out from there. But then she started talking about someone she had slept with before, and she was very rude and fatphobic. And I was like, that's not the situation I want to be in. So I told her that it wasn't going to work out. And then I blocked her so that she wouldn't text me anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Then after that, I was in kind of a bust. I wasn't having any action, like, girl-wise. Yeah. And also in Nigeria, there are laws against people being themselves. Yeah, like, it's illegal to be gay, all that rubbish. So there are not a lot of people that are openly out. So it's sort of hard-ish to navigate that, especially, like, if you're just new to the scene. Because, like, before that, I had been, like, straight, in quotes. After that, my dom came to meet me one day, and he was like that. Someone that we both know wants to sleep with me. And I was like, okay. So he's into music. So both of them were writing a song or recording a song together or something. And then somehow the conversation got to our relationship and how we're open and all. And she was like, oh, something about how she would like to sleep with me. And he was like, oh, are you serious? Like, I actually hook you guys up. And she was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. So he came to tell me and I was like, oh. That um, that is my dream come true. One of my lovers bringing me another lover. Great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's very supportive and he encourages my harlotry. I love that. He's great. Please encourage my harlotry. <laughs> so did you get to? Did it or did it turn into a group thing or what what happened? She was sort of shy, I think. So we talked a lot we were talking and then I wasn't sure what exactly the vibe was Mm -hmm. so I was like would you like to just talk and get to know each other first or would you like to just get straight to the sex and she was like but she would like to talk first so we were talking a lot for that period and then someone new joined like the class below me and she was a friend of a friend in my class And I was just like in a group conversation with her and she was very hot, you know, I was like interested, but I wasn't sure if she was into girls at that point. And then I asked my friend and they said, yeah. So one day while we were in school, I went to meet her and I was like, oh, I heard that you're into girls and I'm into you. And if you would not mind, I would like to have your number. (laughs) So we exchanged numbers and we talked a bit. Like after that was close to Christmas. So I went home for the Christmas break. We talked a bit and then we started talking more because we moved to a different platform that she was more comfortable using. And she said that she would like to talk about like sex stuff in person. And I was like, okay. So we went out for school to resume. So we got back and then we finally got to having the conversation and she was like that she enjoys my company, but she wasn't feeling sexually attracted to me. And oof, damn, that was so sad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But 
I was like, okay, that's fine, no problem. So we just kept on talking as friends. Then things were sort of picking up with the other girl, sort of. We met up, but the first day we did, we were just talking and having fun. And we were going to get into at least kissing. But then my dad called that he needed me to do something. So I had to go home. Yeah, but when I got back, we met up again and we finally had sex and it was so nice. And I'm such a boob person. Great. I really love to have boobs on my face. It's, yeah. it's so... Yes. Amazing. I love that you love to have boobs on your face. Yeah, what else? What did you like about it? What did you enjoy? I really enjoyed like a different type of body, like a female body, because I'm used to male presenting bodies yeah Mm -hmm. so I really enjoy like female bodies and it was really nice it felt so good like wow why did I take so much time to get to this okay well not for lack of effort let's say that (laughs) right and I do want to just like highlight how amazing it is that you have so many stories of exploration and attempts and I see in you what I myself want to practice more of which is total release well it seems like from over here released in the okay that's okay that's okay that it's a no you know which is the sexiest thing alive you know it's consent culture but also i get really crinkly about rejection and i'm like really admiring your sort of like grace and ease i'm so happy that you finally got to bang a lady what has happened since was that your first has there been more did you ever get to do i know that you're you have the hots for group sex have you done it yet yeah i've had it okay so that was my first time and that has been my only time with her. Okay. Still not sure about what the situation is on strike. So I'll figure that out later. I'm not sure if that's going to continue or not. But the other girl that had said she wasn't sexually attracted to me, something changed at some point. Great. So she's also like really open about sex. So we've had a lot of conversations about sex, not necessarily including both of us, mm-hmm. but just sex in general and experiences and all. Yeah. And then she found out who my partner was and she was like, oh, that's really cool or something like that. And one day she told me that she had a dream that she was watching us have sex. And I was like, oh, amazing. Okay. I'm happy to have featured in your dreams <laughs> yeah she was sort of flirty but i wasn't sure like what exactly was going on at that point there was one day we were in class and my dorm was sitting and i was standing in front of him and he was like holding me so she passed behind me and then she whispered in my ear in such a dream and i was like i wasn't sure what to do <laughs> at that point so Talk to my dom about it because at this point we had started talking about other partners. So I talked to him about it and he was like that. I should just ask her like if things have changed. And I was like, I feel like she would say mm-hmm. if things had changed. So then I asked her and she was like that she was actually glad that I asked because things had changed, but she wasn't sure if to bring it up because she had said no. The yes. first time and all of that, yeah. So at some point, I had to go home, go mm-hmm. back home for a while. But I came back and then she and I, we met up. And it was 
sort of an annoying day-ish, but it was really fun. So she was on her period and at that point I had a yeast infection. So there wasn't going to be any <laughs> vulva, vulva contact. <laughs> it was so stressful because mm. we were making out, touching each other, and then we would get close and we'd just be like, ah. But it was a really fun experience. I enjoyed it a lot. So I like to sleep with my friends. Like I like to be friends with the person first because that makes me more comfortable. So, for example, with the first girl, I made some tea for her, mostly because we're both high and we just felt like drinking tea and we both like tea. So I was like, oh, you know what? Let me just make tea for you, you know? Yeah. So sweet. So with this other girl, I gave her a massage because I wanted to seduce her. Yeah. We had talked before and she said that massages get her like really horny. Yeah. And... I'm very good at giving massages because I have a lot of older family members. So when they have pains, I would be the one to do the massaging. Yeah. So I got really good at that. And I always carry coconut oil around, mostly as like a hand cream, but it did the work. That's great. And we used her vibrator on her and on me, but like through panties and stuff since we couldn't have proper contact amazing with my dom i feel very very comfortable and at peace when i'm with him we got a small bdsm kit recently so it has a blindfold it has nipple clamps it has rope it has a whip it has and a vibrator and a butt plug yeah it was a simple kit i feel freer when I'm having a session with him Mm. because it feels like how do I put it okay so I'm the first born I'm the first child Mm -hmm. and also the first grandchild of both of my family sides so like I have a lot of responsibility on me all the time so when I'm with him I feel like I don't have to do anything like I don't have to put effort into thinking about doing something i can just be it's always so refreshing whenever we have like a session the first time we tried on the nipple clamps it was just me and him at his apartment and then some of our mutual friends came over they brought weed so we were happy about that but then they also brought games like monopoly and that takes so long yeah yeah and so we were playing the games and I had the nipple clubs on under the shirt and it was just, it kept getting tighter and tighter mm-hmm. and it was making noise, but I don't know if like they could hear these sounds or <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> it was so excruciating and I was just getting more and more horny. And then the two girls I had slept with were there and both of them and my partner, like, they have good sexual chemistry. And I was just thinking, hmm, what if all four of us? I was really excited that night. I mean, I was sitting between both girls and they were both, like, just slightly rubbing my body. I was so turned on. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. And then I whispered to them, both of them, I was like, hmm, you guys, what if three of us had a threesome together? What would you think about that? 
And they were they were down for it, but that didn't work out. So I had to go to the bathroom to take off the nipple cups because they were getting too tight. Yeah. And obviously nothing was going to happen at that point. It just sounds like a lot of effort for nipple clamps for not so much payoff. <laughs> yeah. So the girl that wasn't interested before and got interested later on. So when we first started talking, I wanted to be with her, but I had also fantasized a threesome with my partner, including her. And I told her about that. So we had discussed, all three of us, and we had all agreed that we were going to have a threesome. We had just done a simple discussion. And so there was this time where we were in the same place. So she came over to his apartment so that we could have, we could set a date. Let's just see, we did not just talk. What did you do? (laughs) He went out to buy something. I was high at that moment. So we were just lying down and I started touching her boob and she started touching mine and we were making out. And then he came inside and he was like, oh, is this what we're doing? So we made out a lot. There was a lot of touching. But then at some point she was like, oh, her boyfriend is waiting for her. So she had to leave. Yeah, because she is in a different relationship. Yeah. I feel like I've had quite a lot of experiences. Totally. So many good experiences. Is there anything that you want to say about just like what you love about BDSM or like sensations that you get or anything like that? I've been in subspace a couple of times and it's like a comfort zone for me. I always look forward to having sessions, especially since like my Dom and I, we've not been in the same place for a while. So we don't get to have a lot of sessions. So yeah. I look forward a lot to that. I love being coughed. Oh, also in the kids, there's a ball gag. <gasps> yeah. I mean, we haven't properly used it. We just tested it out and took some pictures because I like sexy pictures being taken of me. Fuck yes. What else would you either like to explore or have you already explored that you love? I would like to get into anal stuff we haven't gotten there yet but i'm very excited to go into that and also we haven't used the rope yet because he's still like trying to figure that out yeah yeah. so when he does i will be very ready for that so hot i've had this fantasy about him sitting in front of his mirror with me on my knees and he's like holding onto the rope of my collar And he's like masturbating and I'm waiting for him to come on my face. I'm hoping that that happens this week. That's a great fantasy. I hope so too. Oh my gosh. What about fisting? Fisting. Okay, so how that even came about, we actually had like another day with a girl that we started making out with that we're going to have a threesome with. Yeah. So we set an actual date. And that happened. So the plan was that he was going to dumb both of us. And my duty was to assist him. And so both of us were paying attention to her, that type of thing. So we switched a couple of times. And then I was like resting on the bed with my butt up in the air. And I was getting fingered. 
And then both of them were behind me and then they made a sound and I was having too much fun to care at that moment. But mm-hmm. later on, I asked like, oh, what happened? And they were like, oh, that I took in four of her fingers. And I was like, what? Whoa. I did? <gasps> yeah, I was really excited about that. I did not know I could do that. So since then, I've been looking into research so that I can actually get fisted. Yeah, but I suspect that it could have been because she has small hands. Yeah. But then that I might just be able to take his big hands as well. You might you might be able to just relax enough. Hmm. Yeah. The the situation with her isn't there anymore because there was some sort of tension between me and her boyfriend, so that didn't work out, but we're still friends. So my dom and I really enjoyed that like the whole group sex thing. So we're looking into getting like a third, but we're not very sure yet if we want a third, like in a relationship type thing yeah. or just for like sexual encounters. So we're still figuring that out. Yeah. And because we're not in school, we're not in the same place constantly. It's hard to find someone. So yeah, we've not gotten to that there. But yeah, we're looking forward to having group sex. Because of the way Nigeria is, a lot of people aren't out about their sexuality and all that stuff. So I tried to join FetLife mm-hmm. to see if like there was a community here. Mm-hmm. But not really. I've not been able to find like a proper community. So there would be like an actual sex party or something mm-hmm. like that. I've not been able to get that. The girl that we were with, she was thinking of setting up a sex party mm. and I was helping her with it, but like we haven't gotten to that yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for how that is going to work out when it eventually does. Yeah. yeah. Keep us posted. <laughs> yeah. I'm also very much into exhibitionism okay. and also voyeurism because during the threesome, the two of them were together and it was yeah. so hot. Chef's kiss. Totally. I loved it. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want to watch him fuck somebody. Yeah. I've also recently found trans porn. And I found that very intriguing. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would necessarily find, like, someone to explore with here. Especially because, like, people aren't out and stuff. But I would be really, really interested in that. I'm also interested in having a threesome with two bisexual men it hasn't happened yet because my partner is straight so if i find two people interested in that i think that that would be very fun i think it's a when you find the two bisexual men (laughs) right when i find okay what else do we need to know about your sex life before i ask you wrap-up questions or thoughts on sex in general other things we haven't gotten to okay i had sort of an exhibitionist situation because first girl that I had sex with. So she and my partner have good sexual energy and she mentioned to me that she would like to watch us have sex. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. So we were all together and oh, actually, this was the same night when the other girl came for us to discuss the date for the threesome. And we ended up, you know, 
making out that stuff yet. So earlier than that, the first girl I had slept with was also at the apartment. And our other friends that were there had left. So I brought it up that, oh, he said that she's interested in watching us. And I'm interested. So I was bringing it up so that we could have a conversation mm-hmm. and not necessarily do it then. But I was ready to do it then. Totally. My partner was like, oh, that we should have talked about this first. Like, just two of us before that. Okay. But he wasn't comfortable, so we had to stop that. But, like, I think there are plans to try again. Yes. I'm really excited for that. I like to be naked in front of people. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. Me, too. Especially if they might touch me. Ugh. I love how much you talk about sex with partners ahead of time. I love that. I want that to be more normal. And I feel like if we all just lived in that kind of world that you have told us about today, our sex lives would be better. Even, you know, and giving people the chance to go away and change their mind and come back and see where it goes. I love that. Yeah. I want to be comfortable with whoever it is that I'm sleeping with. Oh, actually, I just realized that I did not mention that I actually had another male partner, like in the beginning of the open relationship thing. So he was a friend. He's still a friend. I thought he was hot. And I was like, you know what? Let me actually try how this open relationship thing is. So it was really nice. We had sex like twice, I think. And then I had like four partners at the time and it felt too much for me. So I felt like I was juggling too much and I wasn't like paying attention to everybody. So him and I ended things, but we're still cool. But that was also a really nice situation. Another thing that I've been interested in lately is having my dom choke me, spit in my mouth, and then slap me in that exact order, especially during missionary. It's like, it's so hot. (laughs) I enjoy it a lot. And also, uh, I noticed usually i close my eyes like when i'm like enjoying myself and then one day i was like you know what let me keep my eyes open and just see and this was like also in missionary position and he looked so hot like the way he was moving i was like is this what i've been missing so i tend to close my eyes when i'm enjoying myself it sort of like helps keep it in sort of but opening my eyes especially in that moment so it helps me be more in the moment and like also enjoy from seeing him move also like when i'm really enjoying myself when i'm deep in the throes of pleasure there was this time that we were together my dom and i and we didn't do much all we did was he gave me head it was so good like I'm not entirely sure what was so good about that particular head-giving situation. Like, when I came, I had sort of like a seizure, sort of, because I'm not entirely sure that that's what it was. I couldn't control my hand movements. I was, like, stuck for a bit. And then he noticed, and, like, he sort of held me and until I calmed down but even after that like after I came to my fingers kept twitching like uncontrollably for like 20 minutes thereabouts 
And like, it didn't hurt anything. It was just different. And that has happened once or twice after that. Oh, I'm also really into toys, like sex toys and stuff. I currently have three, although not really because two of them are not working <laughs> anymore. Yeah, they both died on me, sadly. But I recently got a rabbit vibrator and she's so good she's so good that i had to give her a name so i call her estelle and she's she is so good like i was like wow yeah (laughs) what are your hopes for your sex life going forward i'm hoping to have more partners now (laughs) (laughs) love that answer i like me two years ago would not believe that i was saying this because like i was all monogamy and all of that but like i'm really enjoying the polyamorous relationship and i'm freeing myself from what i was taught and i'm enjoying people for different reasons it feels more fulfilling than i thought it would be yeah yeah and I was all very much okay with the monogamous relationship. I feel like I would have continued if he did not introduce it to me. But now that I'm in this, I don't think I will be going back. That is how I feel. I'm like, wait, I can have options or I can get stuck to one person who might get grumpy at me and resent me because they're stuck to me too. Um, right. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to having more partners and experiencing new things because at the moment I'm just with my dom and that's really fun. I always have a lovely time with him, but I would still like to experience more people. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sex advice, what age or ages would you pick and what would you say? I think I would go back to when I was in secondary school with the situation with the guy that I liked but did not want to touch me when I wanted him to. Yeah, so at that point, I felt weird because I sort of still liked him. Yeah. So I would go back and tell myself that it was okay that I still liked him, but it wasn't okay that he was touching me when I did not want him to. And I would go back to when I was like 15 and tell myself to keep up the good work. (laughs) I love that. So good. Okay, I know that we're like really out of order here, but I'm realizing I didn't ask you about your praise kink. Will you just say a couple minutes of like what you like about being praised or kind of what words feel good to you? I would sort of feel like from where I am, my whole family situation, I'll get a lot of praise when I do well in like school, mostly school, Mm. but some other things. And sometimes it feels like my family members forget the great things I've done when there's an issue. So I think that is the main reason I have a praise kink. And what I like about my dom so much is that he's always very kind and gentle with me. Yeah, he's always very sweet to me. So it feels even better when he praises me because he's never off when he speaks to me. So when he like tells me that I'm a good girl or he rubs my head and says, oh, that's my princess 
or like yeah something that it makes me feel very warm and fuzzy inside i love that okay lastly you're studying architecture yeah i am but this is just a silly question do you have a favorite building somewhere in the world that you would love to fuck in <laughs> i have not thought about that okay okay i'm planting that seed because <laughs> i walk into to go and look at buildings i mean yeah or it's just something that's in my brain all the time when i'm like oh that's a beautiful space oh i would go over there around the corner that's like what i think every time i walk in a building oh my god wow (laughs) that's actually (laughs) about that thank you so much for that my pleasure and you can keep me posted princess thank you so much for being a guest on sex stories thank you too for having me do you have a sex question for me Yes, actually. And I think I've heard you talk about tantric sex. Oh, I'm also interested in that, by the way, but like not enough time to get into it. So I would like to know what you think about that. Like if you've tried that out, how that feels for you. 